Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily. Today I am joined by Rav Yitzchak Grossman, Dayan at the Beis Havad, and Rish Chabura at the Greater Washington Community Council. Here's a question that's nogea to a lot of people. Is a government official allowed to make decisions on uh, matters of which he has a personal interest in, or a financial interest in, or does he have to recuse himself from all such all such decisions? This is uh, obviously a very important question, and it's a surprisingly difficult one to, to state what the actual rules are. That, for example, there's an offhand comment in the Nodbihuda, not offhand, but a brief comment in the Nodbihuda about the Zion Tuve Ha'er, in which he says, of course, on a matter in which they're Nogabadavar, they're not Tuve Ha'er, they obviously can't, can't rule in matters in which they are, in which they are Nogab. There is a Tshuva in Rebelezer Gordon of Tells. He talks about a case where the people in the city were voting on a rabbi, voting on a candidate for a position of rabbi. He wants to know if people in the city who are related to the rabbi are eligible to vote even. Because the truth is, we're talking about public officials. There's, a, there's an old tradition in halacha, going back to Marama Rattenberg, that even citizen electors, even private citizens, when they vote on a matter of communal interest, have the status of Dayanim. The Maram says that when the city votes, when they need a wall or something like that, infrastructure, when you have a plebiscite, a referendum, he says, the people must be Magid Daitam L'Shem Shemayim. People are obligated, very high standard. We don't have this in the U.S. A pri- private voter is allowed to vote whatever his, his personal interest is, right. But in Halacha, the, the Maram articulates this very lofty standard that even private citizens have to vote L'Shem Shemayim. The Chassam Sefer talks about a case where there was an election for Rav, and there were allegations that some of the electors were bribed. And he says also that that would void the election because the you have to magadaitim l'shem shemayim. So Rav Gordon talks about a case where the relatives of the of the Rav he goes back and forth, and they have to magadaitim l'shem shemayim. A Karov is presumed to have, uh, to have to have to be partial toward his relative. He says that the standard can't be that high. He says the they have to magadaitim l'shem shemayim. They have to try. They have to make a good faith effort to set aside their personal uh, their their personal partiality and to vote L'Shem Shemayim. He goes back and forth on this question, but again, he's talking about citizen electors. The question is if, the, if there was a vote being taken by a city council and one of them was a relative, would he be allowed to vote? I don't actually know. I don't, I don't know a clear source on this question. There's a tshuva in the Chura Shai. He talks about a case where they were voting, the community was voting about making a tax on wine. One of the seven Tuve Ha'er had, was, was in the wine business, so he had a vested interest against this tax. So somebody paid him off to vote, uh, in favor of the, to vote in favor of the tax. He discusses the shochet, whether the shochet was a problem, or whether it voids the whole vote or not. But he doesn't even raise the question of why was he even voting? Why wasn't he recusing himself if, he had, if they're voting about a tax on wine and he had wine? So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know a clear standard in halacha declaring whether financial interests, stocks, holdings, business holdings, whether they invalidate a, a public official from ruling on the matter. And if so, what the standard is, I, I'm not really sure. Let's get the last one out. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it or to sponsor a future video, please visit basehavad.org.